One of the cool things about jailbreak is it it works for everyone. It works at all head speeds. It works at all impact locations. Um, you will see a, a benefit in ball speed uh, no matter where you hit it. This is a Fitting Room Podcast with your hosts, Nate Adelman and AJ Volpel. Yo, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to another rendition of the Fitting Room Podcast. I am AJ Volpel. That's Nate Adelman. Nate, we are here in our podcast studio. Big, big day for us today. Huge, huge podcast today. This might be the <laughs> most listened to podcast of Q1, probably maybe even the first half of the year uh, on the Callaway channel, because we are talking about the always, uh, always a lot of energy around drivers, around woods, of course. especially if there's jailbreak involved. <laughs> We're talking rogue woods today. Yeah, and especially coming off of, uh, you know, the success that Epic had last year, the number one driver every month of 2017, which kind of officially makes us the number one driver in golf. We have a couple badges and stickers I've seen around the office on that. Um, but do you know what the most listened to episode was last year in 2017? The most listened to fitting room podcast last year. Of 2017? Yeah. I actually don't know, but I'm going to guess Epic. It was Epic. Yes. That's right. So there you, you really went out on a limb yeah, there, yeah. Uh, really uh, doubling down on your prediction. Uh, but yeah, so we are talking all things Rogue. Uh, we're going to give you kind of a brief overview of the Rogue Woods line, what it entails, uh, the adjustability, um, kind of player types for each model. This Shit. way, if you have a question, um, any listeners have a question, maybe they could uh, fit themselves into a mold of some of the hypotheticals that we're going to give with our guy, Evan Gibbs. Evan is the director of R&D for Metal Woods. I mean, he's one of the uh, so he lead guys. <laughs> yeah, so he was involved in the creation of this product. We'll go into some performance characteristics, shaft configurations, all the stuff you need to know to be as informed as, as anyone here in the building be about the clubs. Before you go get your fitting. Before you get You obviously yeah. need to go into the bay. You need to hit Rogue. You need to hit it against other products. Um, and see what the best club is for you. Obviously, that's always our kind of bottom line stance. Um, but Evan, you know why I love Evan so much? Because Ev, I hang out a lot with him at the PGA show. And whenever, like we see each other on the office every now and then. But for whatever reason, anytime the PGA show comes around, we're, we go out to dinner together. We kind of hang out. We uh, kind of hang out with the same group of people, um, have a couple cocktails and stuff. So I'm really excited to have Evan. I think we had him on once before, right? Um, no, first time. Is this the first time? This is the first time for Evan, yes. Oh, my God. But I, every time I talk to Evan in person, I feel like I am more informed about my clubs, and he helps my game just understanding just different performances of different clubs and the way they're built and how that affects – Everything from ball speed to spin to launch, forgiveness, the whole package. So it should be a good conversation. Do you think there is anybody that we could bring on this show who will know more about the rogue line of woods than Evan Gibbs? Do you think there's another human on the planet that we could bring in? Well, since you're already here, I'll say no. I'll say no. That's the right answer, Nate. No. a boy. That's my guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so we are recording this intro before we are talking with Evan, which we are about to do. Um, but I know that Nate wanted to just share some really cool community product testing things that are so, going on right now. Right now, if you go to the Callaway community, you can already see 
Rogue Woods reviews already starting to pop up there uh, from some of the early testing that we did. Yes. Uh, but there's still plenty more opportunities this year. So if you head over to CallawayGolf.com slash community, I believe Rogue Irons is signed up now. But we'll, we're anytime we're launching a product, it'll be an opportunity for community members to test it. It's free to register. So head on over to CallawayGolf.com slash community and check it out. Yeah, check it out. Check out all the early reviews on Rogue. And without further ado, let's welcome in our guy, Evan Gibbs. Adam Hadwin here, and I'm going to interrupt this program for a very important message. If you like podcasts like the one you're listening to now, I encourage you to listen to the Pirate Ship Show. Little known fact, I listened to the Ship Show right before I shot my 59, and also right before my first PJ Tour victory. Honestly, I did. Download the Ship Show wherever you get your podcasts. Now let's join AJ and Nate for more great fitting advice. All right, welcome back, everyone. Joining us now in, in the podcast studio, right next to Nate Adelman, <laughs> right to his right, <laughs> is our man, Evan Gibbs. Evan, thanks so much for joining us. Glad to be here. Um, for those who are unfamiliar or who are ne- who never saw such product videos as the <laughs> Boeing XR-16, what else, Nate? Uh, the Epic Woods product video. The Epic Woods product video. Short, short and distinguished list. It's a very short. Right. I think you have an IMDb page, though, right? <laughs> so, but, but if you want to see the majestic voice you're about to hear, just check out those videos. Exactly. Um, give a little background um, about your time at Callaway in R and D, and then working with Woods, uh, just for all the listeners out there. Yeah. So I've been at Callaway for a little over 18 years. Uh, right out of graduate school, got a job here. Uh, worked in the uh, research area, um, did a lot of finite element analysis um, early on. And then uh, when Chip kind of came on board five years ago or so, um, took over the Woods team. Oh, so I've been so, there for about five years. Ah, very nice. So so Rogue is near and dear to your heart then. Yes, it's All my right. baby. Um, and uh, before in the intro, I was asking Nate if there's anybody in the world who would knows more about Rogue Woods than you. And we couldn't <laughs> we couldn't think of anybody. Do you think you know the most about Rogue Woods of anybody? <laughs> I, I put my knowledge up oh, against anyone's here. All right, good. So we're getting some first grade information <laughs> here, Nate. Well, I'm excited to learn from you because I know uh, every time we talk, I seem to pick up a new little nugget of which head and which performance is best for my game. And hopefully we can share that with, with our listeners. So how That's about what I'm here for? From yeah, the, baby. Let's start from the top, which is basically. What, let's give an overview of the Rogue line of woods. So there's a couple drivers, a couple fairways, uh, right. and hybrids as well. Yep. Uh, so start with the drivers. So I think one of the things we noticed uh, on Epic is we saw a lot of players had the sliding weight kind of in the middle of the track or towards the heel uh, for those who were uh, fighting a slice. So those are kind of the two shot shapes we really focused on. Um, and by taking out the adjustable perimeter weight, we could really – uh, push the performance uh, and really maximize certain characteristics of the golf club. So for the standard head, it's a very neutral ball flight, similar to kind of epic with the the weight in the in the middle, um, but it's got a lot more MOI. Uh, so what that gives golfers a lot more forgiveness, a lot more consistency when they don't hit the center of the face, uh, and a lot more straightness. Uh, then we have a dedicated draw model. Uh, this is for players who struggle turning the ball over. Uh, tend to leave it out to the right for right-handed golfers. It's got a significant amount of weight in the heel. Mm. Uh, it's by far our most draw-capable club, uh, and this thing is just awesome. I mean, I've seen it firsthand. Uh, we had a bunch of consumers come in. 
uh, who were self-proclaimed slicers. Uh, they brought their gamer club. They went up against uh, Rogue Draw, and the difference was about 21 yards mm. in dispersion. So if you stand back on a tee and look at 21 yards difference, that's that's out of bounds that's in some in cases yeah, right. to the middle of the yeah, fairway. Exactly. So, um, but we've done it by maintaining a, a classic look. You know, it's got the same shape, same look at address as the standard model. You know, it doesn't have a closed face or an offset hosel or a funky shape, um, but it's just got a lot of shot shape correction for, again, for people who struggle uh, missing it to the right. Nice. And what about for the guy who's the super high spin player? Yeah. So then the Blue third ball. model is a sub-zero uh, model. And like Epic, we didn't want to uh, sacrifice forgiveness um, to, to create low spin. So, you know, it was a kind of a paradigm shift with Epic sub-zero because – it was the first time we offered kind of a high MOI head with low spin. And we've kind of continued that recipe uh, in Rogue. So this is our low spin model. So for players uh, struggling with too much spin, uh, this is a, a great model for them. And they don't have to sacrifice any forgiveness to get there. So it's not just for better players with higher head speeds mm -hmm. uh, that create too much backspin. backspin. There's a lot of average players with moderate head speeds that tend to hit down and, and across it and spin the ball too much. And these players can get a huge distance gain by knocking a couple hundred RPM uh, off their off their backspin. Right. So I guess one of the things with Epic that we saw t in talking to fitters, not only um, at Callaway, but fitters all across, I mean, all across the world, really, is I kept hearing how many players they were actually fitting for Sub-Zero. And I guess... Right. I don't know. I, I didn't think that that many players would be fit into that to that head, but they were saying like, oh no, like they're yeah. we're fitting like way more than maybe we thought we're getting, you know, into that sub zero head. Yeah, I mean, historically, most of our really low spin drivers have been geared towards better players. Right. They've been in some cases smaller head sizes, uh, maybe even fade biased uh, shot shapes, uh, and we went away from that on Epic, and we saw a great amount of success. Like you said, there's a lot of average players fit into a sub-zero model they might have a 40 50 gram shaft in it add a little bit more loft and they were seeing a lot of the benefits of of having a low spin uh driver without having to sacrifice that forgiveness so um you know we saw i think maybe 30 percent of epic sales were in sub-zero and i think uh you know early signs on rogue or that uh we're seeing a lot of players in the sub-zero model as well Nice. And one of the ways to know if it's if the, the sub zero is right for you, ha also can be for certain certain cases based on your attack angle. If you have a positive attack angle, sometimes the lower center of gravity feels nicer, and both of them are equally forgiving, so it'll perform better. You'll prefer that one. Yep. Uh, so take a look for those of you who know your launch your launch characteristics closely. Uh, attack angle can determine where you want. Uh, which mo head model you would be better between standard and sub zero? Um, and let's just uh, let's talk about levels of adjustability in each of the drivers because we know there was adjustability um, in Epic. Uh, it had the slider weight. Right. Um, these these are different. These are kind of built differently. And then and I know yet you um, you touched on it. <clears throat> you touched on it for the standard. You kind of like built the weight uh, toward the middle, or if it was in the middle setting um, of the slider. Um, is there any adjustability with these clubs um, other than the OptiFit hosel or anything like that? 
Yeah, so the Hosel systems are the same as Epic, uh, which gives you loft and lie adjustability. You've got two lie angles, kind of a neutral and a draw, or a or neutral and upright, uh, and then got four. You have four different loft settings. Mm -hmm. um, as far as the head itself, uh, they do have external screws, but they're not. Um, we don't have movable weight, mm -hmm. um, so we try to kind of max out the performance of each one of those models. Uh, again focusing on max forgiveness on the mm -hmm. standard, max draw on the draw, and max low spin. Um, so you don't have as much kind of fine-tuning of shop shape as you did with Epic. Uh, it's more about uh, creating those kind of extremes. Right, right. And so let's talk a little bit about what the one of the most common questions we get, and let's talk about the shaft. So walk us through the process you went through to choose and select the shafts to go paired well with the with these heads. Yes, we do a, a lot of testing with shafts during the, the design and development process. Um, you know, in the end, we tried to find a premium shaft in each weight category. Uh, so we've got, you know, the Quarenta shaft and the 40 gram, the Synergy and the 50, the Even Flow and the 60, and then the Project X. Yep. Um, the hazardous. hazardous shaft in the yep. 70. So we really wanted uh, a wide range of, of weights and uh, stiffness profiles. Um, and, you know, Shaft fitting is definitely a, a part of the, the club fitting process. And so we try and offer a, a variety of, of stock options as well as a, a ton of custom options. Nice. And I know that Nate, Nate's a big shaft guy. Um, <laughs> Nate's a big shaft guy. Didn't you just cut down your driver's shaft? I think you're talking about Chad. <laughs> I think you're talking about Chad. Because I, 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 I was actually back there today talking with one of our club builders. And he is building a driver. And he's like, uh, yeah, this is for Chad. He th thinks he wants a 43 and a half inch <laughs> driver. Right. It was <laughs> so Chad. it was definitely not oh, me. I am. Right. I usually use things such as like data and like proven performance <laughs> right. to make my club decisions. It, instead of just blind guessing. Instead of guessing, yeah. So, <laughs> or just wanting something shiny and new. <laughs> no, so I think what you said, Evan, about weight is huge. And this is questions we get all the time. Yeah. Figure out what weight works best for you. It's going to be a trade-off of speed and control when it comes to selecting weight. Pick the weight class that lets you swing it fast, but also under control. Uh, that's going to be the best performance. And then you can fine tune from there with torque and all the other uh, parameters and all the other characteristics that, that they have. But weight and having a, a premium option in from anywhere from 40 grams up to 70 grams. And in the fairways, it's into the 80 grams. Yep. That is key. Yeah, I mean, I think feel and, and tempo are, are two huge things uh, to help you find what weight class is best for you. And then, like you said, you can fine-tune the, the stiffness and the torque and, and things like that. Yeah, so, I mean, somebody going in for a rogue driver fitting is, or, or just a driver fitting in general, um, they're going to have some, some work to do here, uh, deciding between three different heads, uh, different weight yeah, classes and shafts. Yeah, a lot of combinations. I mean, right, it could be, uh, you could be in there for, you know, an hour, hour and a half, but... Um, it'll probably or be you well just worth your time uh, pick in. the shaft that looks coolest, like yeah, I do. Right. I like that, yeah. <laughs> right. that's, that is, that's not a bad theory. That's either. typically yeah. number three on the list of shaft fitting yeah. is cosmetics. Um, let's uh, let's jump into fairway woods. Um, so uh, standard and sub zero options for those um, in a variety of different lofts, um, but with the added benefit of jailbreak technology now. Yep. Uh, tell us about um, adding jailbreak. Um, kind of why you did it uh were you pressured to do it or like what uh tell <laughs> yes, us like the I kind of backstory pressured. yeah right 
Um, Your job was on the line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, a huge objective for Rogue was to get the jailbreak technology into the Fairwoods and hybrids. We yeah. saw the success they had on the drivers. Uh, it was a big challenge uh, to get it into the Fairwoods, just based on the construction method and the size uh, of Fairwoods being more compact. Uh, but we knew that uh, being able to combine jailbreak and our face cap, te face cap technology uh, and really it's the synergy between those two technologies working together would allow us to make a jump uh, forward in this category that we haven't seen uh, in a number of years. What would you say the biggest difference a golfer would notice from hitting the epic fairway to now one with jailbreak? Is it forgiveness? Is it speed? Is it both? So jailbreak is a is a ball speed technology, and that's what they're going to notice. Um, so again, having jailbreak with our face cup, uh, we've seen an increase in ball speed, which obviously directly leads to increase in distance. Nice. Have you noticed any changes in spin or launch as a result of jailbreak in a fairway? So these the the rogue fairways both have a very low and forward CG, so that helps launch the ball launch the ball high with little spin. Um, so really, you've got a, a a much hotter trajectory uh, together with more more ball speed than uh, previous models. And this this could be similar to the the kind of uh, driver theory where um, you don't necessarily have to be a better player to fit into the sub zero fairway wood. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you know, anyone looking for you know the sub zero is going to be the the hottest longest uh, fairway wood we offer just because the it's the lowest spinning. Mm -hmm. um, the standard version uh, is a little more spin, a little bit more versatile, uh, easier to hit certain kind of shot shapes because you have more spin. Uh, so it all depends on what you use your fairwood for. If you use it a lot off the tee as kind of a secondary driving club, uh, that sub-zero might be might fit perfectly. Uh, if you lose use it all over the course, if you like to work the balls both ways, you might need a little bit more spin. The, the standard version might be better. So... Um, they're both, they're both awesome. And, uh, you know, the, the standard version is a little easier to turn over as well. Uh, so in that sense, the sub zero is a little bit geared towards better players just because of the shot shape is a little more neutral to fade. Um, but again, um, you know, we've seen, uh, average players have success with both models. And let's talk a little bit adjustability. We have glued hosels. Walk us through the, the rationale for that. Uh, it was really, uh, you know, having the, adjustable hosel takes a bunch of weight uh takes it um you know puts weight high on the club head and for these clubs we were really trying to get the hottest trajectory we can trying to get as much weight low and forward in the club head and uh really also just wanted a clean look at a dress uh so you know like the epic line uh was more of an emphasis on adjustability and and fine-tuning of trajectory and shot shape uh, Rogue is a little bit more kind of grip it and rip it and take a little bit of the uh, adjustability out of it. But to accommodate for that, 11 options for fairway yes. woods. Yeah, there's a ton of different lofts. Thank Dave yes. Neville for that. Yeah, yeah. So, so same with the Yogi driver, Nevs. same with the driver, same with the fairways. Because there's a little less adjustability inherently built in, yeah. because the focus is just raw straight distance, there's more options to pick from. So even more important to go get fit. Yeah, and, and what... Evan, what you said before, too, is, I think, super important. Um, like, know what you want to use the fairway wood for before you go and get your fitting. And know, you know, have an idea of what lofts you want. And then, obviously, hit them and see which one you hit the best. But um, know if, right, if you want to tr move it both ways, if you want to turn it over, then standard might be your best option. Um, if you want kind of those bullets, 
um, you know, you might want to go sub zero, but um, you know, have an idea before you go in and get your fitting, um, you know, as to kind of what your, you know, what your strategy is on the course. And along those lines to help you with that, let's talk uh, before we get to fact or fiction, which is next. Yes. Let's talk uh, lie angles. Okay. So lie angle has a lot to do with turning it over yeah. for, uh, like performance trajectory. Uh, let's talk about the various lie angles in the three driver models and fairway models. So the driver models, the, the draw version is the most upright. Um, the standard model is one degree flatter, and then the sub-zero is two degree flatter. Uh, so again, that's kind of consistent with the type of shot shapes we are trying to achieve. Uh, the sub-zero is going to have your most neutral shot shape. Uh, the standard one will be a little easier to turn over, a little easier to shape, and then uh, the draw version is your kind of max draw, mm. so it's the most upright. Um, and then consistent with that, the fairy woods, uh, the standard version's a little bit more upright and the sub zero is a little flatter. All right, Nate. Well, it's uh, your favorite time of the, the show. It's time for factor fiction. And since you love it so much, why don't you ask Evan the very first question? All right, uh, Evan factor fiction. I'm guessing you can figure out how to play this given that you know how to do <laughs> finite element analysis. Uh, all right. Ball speeds on rogue fairway are the fastest they have ever been in a callaway fairway that is fact well i need some supporting uh, information here we can't just go on. we can't just make a claim like that go and not support on. it no, we talked yeah. about this earlier but yeah, yeah the the addition of uh of jailbreak and having it work with our face cup uh we're delivering a lot a lot faster ball speeds uh than we have previously yeah i mean that whole thing still like kind of numbs me a little bit. The fact that jailbreak is like on top of a face cup, which like made us, you know, which made Calway the number one fairway wood. And now they just kind of added jailbreak to it, which is just funny. uh, We've had an awesome conversion on tour uh, on the fairy woods, but um, I was talking to Tim Reed this just this morning. He said the only issue on the fairy woods on tour is that they go too far. Too far, right? I remember (laughs) the beauty of that though, is you can play more loft to take. And so that means you're going to hit it higher with a little more spin and more control with, with, yeah, Yeah. exactly. Which means more control, which means more power fives and two, and you can actually stop it. Yeah. Yeah. I remember it's funny you say that. Cause I remember, uh, we were talking with Henrik Stenson, uh, just having a conversation. It was like me, Tim, Tim is, uh, the head of, uh, pro tour, um, and a couple other people. And, you know, we were just talking about fairwoods. He's like, I can't play these fairwoods. They're just too long. Because, you know, he's in that same fairway wood. Right. He's like, I don't have that problem personally. But I, know, right. uh, I think he's I, the only, I hear it's a problem. Yeah, he's like one of like 10 people who have that problem <laughs> in the entire world. But uh, all right, cool. Let's go number two. The jailbreak effect only happens when you make contact between the bars, but not on the heel and toe. That's actually a good question. That is that is fiction, definitely fiction. Oh, okay. I think there was a myth uh, put out there by maybe one of our competitors <laughs> that that was uh, the case. But I think uh, one of the cool things about jailbreak is it it works for everyone. It works at all head speeds. It works at all impact locations. Um, you will see a, a benefit in ball speed uh, no matter where you hit it. You know awesome. what they say, AJ. What if you can't Nate? beat it, lie about it. <laughs> right, exactly. So, yeah, well, so, we've been getting a lot of that the last yes. uh, couple of years. So so we'll take jailbreak over pretty much we anything. Just, we just yeah. brush it off, man. Yeah. You know, It ain't no thing, man. Yeah. Um, all right, Evan, <laughs> one, one more here. Uh, low CG is always better than high CG in a driver. That is also fiction. Oh. And I'll tell you why. Yeah. Let's know. Uh, well, first of all, some players actually need more spin uh, to create optimum distance. I mean, there are players based on their impact location or attack angle that actually don't generate enough spin. 
for maximum distance. Uh, so that's one thing. Um, another thing is a lot of players, if they're looking for uh, more control, uh, looking for more workability, they need more spin. So sometimes going after the lowest spin possible, the longest distance possible, doesn't necessarily work the best on the course. Uh, I think you, if you look at the PGA Tour average in backspin, it's about 2,600 RPM. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of people are t- chasing a lot lower backspin than that. Uh, but when you get it on the course, it might not be the most forgiving. Um, and then impact location. For a lot of players who hit high in the face, uh, they can tend to lose ball speed if they play a club that has a center of gravity that's way too low. Mm. So I think there are a number of things to consider, but automa- you know, low CG is not always better for everyone. Have you got a report yet on the breakout between Rogue and Rogue Sub-Zero on tour? Um, I would say it's about... 50-50, probably leaning a little bit more towards the Sub-Zero. Mm-hmm. I think that shape is generally more preferred on tour. It's a little bit smaller, mm-hmm. uh, slightly deeper face, a um, little flatter lie angle. Um, but we've had uh, a lot of success with the standard model as well. Yeah, the standard model, a lot of those guys do have negative attack angles with the driver, yep. uh, and they want a little more spin. Like, me, like, yeah. like myself, you know? Uh, yes. Speaking of tour, wait, tour, what? Tour. <laughs> wait, huh? Speaking of tour, yeah. No, Honestly, not that's been a, that, yeah. a recent trend over the last year or so is tour players wanting more spin. You know, for so yeah. long we were chasing lower spin, lower spin, lower spin, and now it seems like if anything – is a, a struggle on tour from a fitting standpoint. It's players wanting more spin. I think you get a lot of guys that come off the web.com tour. Uh, you know, these are just bombers who are playing for max distance. They might be able to get away with that on those courses. And then they get up to the PGA tour and realize there's a lot more premium uh, put on accuracy and yeah. consistency. And they change their configuration a little. They, they, uh, you know, want a little bit more spin for a little bit more control. Um, yeah, no, I mean, and it seems like uh, just watching Phil the last couple of weeks, seems like Phil's kind of really dialing in the, yeah, the fairway finder, you know? I mean, I've, I've like, can't remember <laughs> the last time I've seen him drive the ball so well, you know? He's, he's, he's playing well, but it's kind of like piggybacking what you said. Um, all right, Nate's telling me to hurry up. <laughs> Nate's telling me to get things moving. So we're going to take Wrap a couple. Wrap it up, AJ. We're, we're going to take a couple questions. <laughs> No, I, I was going to make a joke, but no, I'm not going to do that. Um, <laughs> uh, let's go to questions from the Callaway community. Remember, you could ask any question you want, and we will answer it. Uh, CallawayGolf.com slash community. Just check out the fitting corner. Um, ask all your fitting questions. And the first one comes from Todd J., which is probably the question we've been getting most over the last month or so. Um, and, Evan, that is, what are the main differences between Epic and Rogue, uh, performance comparisons, spin launch lie right. angles. So, what are what are the main differences between the two the two head shapes, or so, the, and performance? Yeah, with Rogue, I mean, it's the second generation of jailbreak. Um, so, we've been able to make some subtle improvements in in the geometry of jailbreak, uh, combined with a, a new VFT face uh, that kind of enhances the jailbreak effect. Uh, but the real biggest difference between Epic and Rogue, Rogue is Rogue really focuses on forgiveness um, and focuses on kind of max uh, shot shape correction with the draw version. Uh, Epic is more for fine-tuning trajectory, fine-tuning shot shape. Um, So Rogue pretty much has all the ball speed gains we saw with Epic, but with a lot more forgiveness. All right. Awesome. All right. Shane W asks, I love my GBB 3-wood, and I love it with the stock 
regular flex Mitsubishi Kurokage Black. And I also really enjoy it with the U.S. Team Amiya Elements Helium Proto Stiff Flex. What would you suggest I go with in a Rogue Fairway? Uh, definitely the standard model. Uh, the GBB uh, had a little bit more spin uh, than Rogue. Uh, so I'd go with the standard model uh, and maybe even go up a hair and loft. Maybe trying the the four wood uh, might be a might be comparable to to your setup. And that's because Rogue is a little lower spinning. Yeah, is that right? Yep. Um, and then as far as the shaft itself, I think you can pick a shaft. Those shafts likely have a similar weight, which is why you like them equally. So Shane should pick. A shaft of the same yeah, I would I would start off by matching the weight class, matching the flex, and, and going from there. Yep. All right. Salon 76. I recently did a fitting with my driver, and the thing we looked for... Uh, wait, what? <laughs> and the thing we Eng- looked at English. was <laughs> shafts, and that was relative to the head of the driver's driver. I'm like, can't even read. I'm wondering if I look at a new driver, do you look at shafts relative to the head, or do I keep the shaft I was fit into? So pretty much he's asking you if you should keep the shaft that he had on his, I guess, uh, previous driver and then just change the head or if he should look at a full, a new combination. I mean, it's, it's a good start to just stay with the one that you've got fit into. Um, the characteristics of the head model could change the head delivery uh, a little bit, uh, depending on where the center of gravity is uh, relative to the face, relative to the shaft axis. You might get slightly different dynamic properties uh, based on the, the center of gravity of the head. Um, and then, you know, the shape sometimes, uh, has an effect on, on players impact location. So, um, I would definitely start with the shaft that you were fit into, put it into the new head and see how it works and and go from there. Yeah. And I think one, the part of this has to do with the balance point as well. Different shafts might have different balance points. So if you know what head weight worked with that shaft, you should with that that same shaft should have the same swing weight if it yeah if you have this match head weights. So just paying attention to balance point of the shaft, head weight to the head, uh, so that your swing weight stays consistent. But uh, no reason I totally agree. No reason not to keep the same shaft if it was working for you. All right. Um, well, you've said it all, Evan. <laughs> you've said it all. Um, do you have any last words for all five <laughs> listeners out there? <laughs> Hopefully there are more. <laughs> now get out uh, get out and try a rogue driver. Put it up against uh, whatever it is you're playing. And uh, if it doesn't win, you know, don't buy it. But yeah. we're, we're pretty confident that we're going to win more than we're going to lose. All right. And that is the bottom line. Nate, any parting words for our audience? Well, I think... Evan really said it all. <laughs> Evan, yes. He's really said Mike it all. Drop. <laughs> Mike yeah. drop. Um, uh, and remember, you could ask any of your fitting questions um, on the community, callawaygolf.com slash community. And be on the lookout for a bunch of live shows that we have coming up on Sirius XM Radio. Um, if you haven't been paying attention, we've been doing some shows on uh, PJ Tour Radio. It's been really fun. Um, and we take live callers. So uh, Fridays at 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific. Oh, there you go. So uh, be on the lookout. I'll be for, there. there. <laughs> Evan's just going to invite himself <laughs> on that show, hour. too. Yeah, it's just happy hour. Right. Exactly. That's why he wants to go. Yeah. <laughs> it's happy exactly. hour. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's exactly. all over it. Exactly. All right. So uh, keep listening. Um, and thanks again to Evan. And good luck with all of your rogue driver and fairway fittings. See you guys. <laughs>